Welcome to the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play Community Theater Podcast. The One Ring, the Darkening of Mirkwood Campaign. Session 26, Treacherous Waters. Welcome to the Darkening of Mirkwood campaign, session 26, which, if you are paying attention, means I'm due to kill somebody. <clears throat> I am Brian, I am your lore master. Uh, please tell me your name, your character's name, and what your character's dream role on a Broadway musical would be. Feel free to take a minute to think about it. Uh, my name is Jack, I am playing Brand, a son of Gorm, and... I would end up being Horatio Hornblower. Because. In what musical? <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, I don't watch a lot of musicals. Dude. No, wait. Um, Horatio will blow your horn. No, 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 no. Give me a second here. Um, Max Fiali Stock. Alright. That'll allow. <laughs> okay. Give me one minute. Just say something from Red, you fucking deviant. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> My name is Mike. I'm playing Findigil, a Ranger of Eriador, and uh, if Findigil were in a Broadway musical, he would be in Les Miserables as Jean Valjean. Two, four, six, oh, one. Okay. Or <laughs> Hamilton. Findigil can't rap, so. Yeah. If I kill you, I expect your death speech to contain one more day. But we can move on. Alright. Alright. I am Nick. I am playing Denethor Lightbow, the Elf of Mirkwood. Denethor would be pretty much any male character from Greece, because that's the only musical I've seen in my entire fucking life. <laughs> and because he's all about the hair. Alright. Danny Zuko. Oh, I, th- I thought Dunnithor would be Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> She's all about the hair, too. Fair enough. Tell me more, tell me more. Why did he have a car? Uh, okay. <laughs> That's the first line in my notes. Okay. All right. Let's start off with holdings. As uh, I call Nick. Two of you have holdings. There's no place like home, Nick. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we'll do a quick holding check because whether you take the 10 to holding Undertaker or not, you still have to roll your check. So let's do that part right up front. Now, just so you know. Oh, fine. <laughs> nice. Passive aggressively looking for dice, not home. Um, that'll come later. Fire your own and chip past it. We are, uh, so everyone uh, at home knows, uh, we just finished up 29.54, and we are heading into a year-end fellowship phase to begin 29.55. This winter is the worst in living memory. The rating for all holdings is raised by two. Jesus Christ. And many old and sick will perish in the biting cold. I have a library. I should be doing great right now. 
Nobody's coming to the library, though. I'll be There's coming books. to the library. They can burn them for firewood. I was going to say, people are burning your books to stay warm. All right, so you can roll your upkeep, uh, but your rating will be increased by two up above its current. I don't remember how that works. Um, you roll a feet die. You have to roll above. Yeah, you roll a feet die. You have to roll above your rating for good things to happen. Um, I went up to seven in fifty-one. You went down to seven. Lower is Yeah, you started at eight. Lower is better. You went down to seven, so now you are considered nine. Uh, if you roll a nine or less, then the holding produces just enough wealth to cover your standard of living. If you roll, if you roll a ten or better, you can get extra wealth out of it. If you get a star or an eye, other things happen. And keep in mind, you can get a second roll later on when we do the round robin by taking the ten to holding. So. If you don't like it, write it down, and you might get to re-roll it later, if you want to take that undertaking. Sure. And what is roll? your current rating? My rating is 8. So yours will go up to 10. Yes, which means I would only... For this. Winter. Only a Gandalf would. Uh, well, yes. There's a 10 on the die. Is it... But you have to be, does that have to be better, or greater, does that It has to be greater than the rating. But yours okay. is going from 7 to 9, so you can roll a 10 9 or a 10 or a, 10 or a Gandalf. Okay. A 10 or a Gandalf. Yes. Nine. Is not. Yeah, not right. got that. Okay. So you got to roll a Gandalf. You can roll a ten or a Gandalf. I'll roll a Gandalf. A five. A ten. A ten. So you uh, produce just enough wealth from the vineyard to keep you at your standard of living. Uh, Denethor, you not only attain your appropriate standard of living, but if Holding is a property capable of producing wealth. Wait, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's worthy of a Brian Black, oh. but that doesn't matter. Uh, you earn treasure Might equal to the difference between the roll and the rating, one. which is one. So you earn one treasure from late fees. Because no one wants to walk out in the snowy cold to return their goddamn book. But you uh, are uh. an elf, and you're like... I can wait here all day, all year, for the I next got thousand years. years. <laughs> I'll still be waiting for this book when you're dead, mortal. All right. Um, second contract, it passes to your children. You are probably going to stick with that. If you want to attend to your holding later, you can give yourself a second roll. And stuff. Okay. okay. How do I raise the level or lower the level? Of um, that if you roll level? a Gandalf... Oh, okay. Uh, your holding rating will be permanently lowered. Okay. There are other things which can temporarily lower it or sure, other sure, sure, sure. extemporaneous factors, but that's the most okay. fire way. Uh, don't roll a sour on those. <clears throat> all right. You have decided you are splitting up and all going home. I've, I've had way too much of these guys. We've been together for... Yeah. You guys have never stayed together. Um, we have the new Adventures Companion rules, and I was talking with at least Mike, I don't know about everybody else, but I think we are going to try to use the new Wheel and Woe table, and I think it makes sense to do this up front before you guys choose your undertakings. So, when you're describing your Fellowship Phase actions, perhaps you can try to weave in the Wheel or Woe into your tale. Um, basically, you again, it's like the holdings, you roll a feet die, and based on the table, we can determine if some, you know, you had a particularly good year or a particularly bad year. Um, there are suggestions. 
Um, roll high for good things to happen. And one treasure is just one gold now? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, one gold. Worth. I'm glad I don't have to roll this one yet. I don't have a holding. My father's still alive. Give me time. Give me time. Um, so but everyone, the wheel, or wo- wheel and woe. Wheel and woe, everyone anyway. Yeah. Okay. Just as players have agency in determining the course of the characters' activities during your end, so do they have a say in how triumphs and misfortunes will enter their heroes' lives. So, based on your role, yeah, you can call it a narrative when you're describing your undertakings and what you're doing at the end of the year accordingly, but this will point you in a direction. So yes, please, everyone roll a feet die. Uh, the coin of the world. Little out of view. Well, Jack rolled a four. Um, which results in the quiet of the world. You're at home. Little out of the ordinary occurs this year. A hero spends time with their family, meets up with old friends, undertakes small projects about the home, but nothing unusual comes to pass. So basically, you're not getting beat up or anything, any major boon out of the boot. I have an eight. An eight. Blessings. You are not going home. So that's actually not blessings. Um, Well-guided and well-guarded. I was going home. Technically, home for you is Thrand Wheels Halls. That's where I was going. Oh. Okay. Was I oh, you're right, you're right. Going back to the Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to East Bite, to Sunset. Oh. Okay. So you are going home. So that is blessings. The hero's sacrifices are publicly acknowledged by their folk. Someone who the hero helped save in a previous adventure seeks out the hero to thank them and bestow small, some personal token of esteem or gratitude. Small windfall equal to a success die worth of treasure points comes to the character. You may make a new ally, or an old ally becomes a good friend. So you can work that into your narrative when you're doing your undertakings and stuff. Mike? Gandalf. Gandalf. Good fortune. <laughs> we all want to hear it, Brian. Oh, the lore master alone decides what happens. Possibly reserving not to reveal fully the nature of his decision. Especially in the case of ill fortune. Like if you're all sour. Uh, in choosing the precise details of the events... Must keep in mind the positive result should have better consequences than the roll of nine to ten. And that negative result. What was the arrangement with uh, what's her name from Earl Hand? How were you guys going to handle that? Well, what when I left Rohan, I told her that uh, I would indeed name him as an heir and do that all legal and proper. And um you know, the boy is too young to be with me right now. I mean, he's just really a little too young to teach, but that I would come back in a few years once he's in, in long pants uh, and, uh, you know, maybe bring him home for the winter and start teaching him things. So, Okay. So they're staying in Rohan. Um, give me a few minutes to think about this, okay? That might be something I come up with when you're done. Um, okay, so we can begin the round robin section where uh, you guys can spend your experience, spend your advancement, uh, take some undertakings. You are afforded two undertakings, this being a year end phase. Denethor, uh, he journeys home at, this, at the end of this adventure. However, on the way there, yeah. he stops. And he helps to open the old forest road. Okay. So he works with uh, a guy's name I can't remember. Boffrey, son of Bofer? Yes, that guy. 
You were only with him for like six months. Okay, you had already done at least the first we one. We did the first one. We've right? done okay. the first one. Uh, I didn't bother to write them all, all five on it. Number have, one is, is recovery of the forces of the cycle, and I haven't written them all. Okay, so you have them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we do that. And during the course of this, I work with Bofrey. Okay. He decides he wants to reward me for all of my hard work and effort, and he gives me a clear water combo. Uh, three points of treasure. Success die. Well, well, three is fine. Thank you, sir. He died. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. You fucker. <laughs> Hold on. For all the hardship I endured traveling through the forest with him and trying to keep all these other bastards alive. Which they then repaid me for. Yet. A success die worth of treasure points. Okay. So yeah. Fine. Take it. Yeah, take it, bitch. So, he grants me five treasure points worth of treasure. Okay. In return for that giant stack of spiders. <laughs> Dead spiders. Dead spiders. You've never seen Death so happy in your entire life. You want me to go? Sure. Okay. Findigil says his goodbyes to uh, Brunhilde and Wolf and promises uh, to um, take care of take care of things and send for Wolf in a few years to start his training. Uh, and he goes back to Sunstead to tend to his vineyards. Because it's such a long, hard winter, he finds himself cooped up visiting with the people of Sunstead because there's not too much else to do. So he spends time with Kao and the Generous, uh, just you know, shooting the breeze over the fire and the, during the long, dark evenings. And tries to get better at understanding people and their motivations, and Kaowen has a lot of stories relevant to that. And he also starts hitting the books pretty hard in Denethor's archive, and it's mostly works of fiction or tales, you know, ancient tales that describe the um, inner motivations of people. So he's going to gain a dot in Riddle. Okay. To just read people better and understand the human condition better, because he's not very good at that. I present you with kudos for buying something other than a direct combat. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Jack, you got one? Yes. Um, I actually, since uh, Denethor and I live very close to each other, I also accompanied him with... Uh, in the opening up of the road, so I <clears throat> assisted in the recovery of the forts. Okay. Tell you, those forts are pretty nasty. Spiders, mm-hmm. as far as the eye can see. There were. <laughs> <laughs> you put an arrow in every fucking daddy wall. <laughs> That's right, I did. <laughs> getting the well, walls speaking of, green. I have six dots and bow. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> You're so going down, buddy. Target <laughs> <laughs> practice. All right, Nick. All right. So after clearing the forest road, I journeyed the rest of the way home to uh, kind of take some rest and relaxation. Uh, while I was there, I decided to. I ended up striking up a conversation with Arnold the Lampmaker, and we kind of started talking on a regular basis for the rest of the rest of the break. We kind of became good friends, and he started kind of teaching me a little bit of the elven magic. So, I've now gained the wood elf magic and have stinging arrow ability. Because you bought up your wisdom? Yes. 
Okay. Taking an arrow? What does that do? I can spend a hope and make a successful attack with the bow and automatic piercing blow. Hmm. Okay. I thought the elven magic was like how they put this fudge stripes on. <laughs> that comes later. Okay. That's the high level. That's the high level stuff. The trees keep burning down, man. Let's know what she has. During the during the winter, uh, I have this horse now, and so I. Oh, yeah. Spend, oh, yeah. spend time yeah, learning to ride the horse and have to, like, build a barn and fence in pasture. And horses, my God, are a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> Who would have known? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I, so I'm doing all this outdoor work, and then my break is um, spear practice. <laughs> so, As you do. I, you know, set up a, uh, you know, some dummies and... Uh, uh, find new, new and better ways to stab them with a the spear, and take an additional dot in the spear to four, which puts me on kind of on par with everyone else. Okay. Excuse me. All right. So while someone is playing with horses and someone else went home to learn magic, I decided that you know, it, the only way that this <clears throat> road is going to get opened is if I put my mind to it myself. So, we actually work on restoring the road itself. Okay. okay. She's, she's showing you up, man. I am so disappointed. Well, especially because he didn't even think about this until I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on uh, both of your sheets now, so... It's been on both of our sheets. Well, I forgot to add it the last few times, but I was like, hey, I, I need to specially call that out, because no one's going to remember. Anyway. So, you have... Because I'm... I'm, I'm three of five. So, like... Pack rat, and I keep things forever, so I actually has to have the old one. <laughs> so I saw that, and then fine. You anyway, bastards. All right. Okay. So that's two undertakings for you. Yes. Uh, what was your first thing you increased? Oh, you did one. So that's one for you. Yep. You haven't done any yet. Right. Okay. Um, during the course of the winter, well, speaking with Arnold on a regular basis. He helped curb some of my harsher edges and kind of helped me help me get a better understanding of how to read people, how to how to understand people, because that's a large part of the magic is seeing into things and understanding the things around you. So I gained a point of insight. Let me show you how to do a cold reading, kid. Insight. Okay. You guys might not be a social clusterfuck <laughs> very soon. <clears throat> Because I do spend so much time on my holding, uh, you know, there's a lot of work to do with the grapes and a lot of, you know, the barn and the pasture. I am going to tend holding and take a second hole. On that. Okay. And it's another five. <laughs> okay. Oh well. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. I've realized that sometimes I need something to work closer quarters, so I'm upping my dagger skills. Okay. That is a good choice. Um, God, there's something else that calls on the dagger skill with new rules. I cannot remember what it is. Well, but there's the, something else that like it actively calls for. Yeah. Well, see, the problem is that Anguriel is made to be wielded with two hands. So that's mostly what I'm doing. No shield, no nothing. But you know, in closer, if I'm in a grapple, trying to wield a sword that's like five feet long is ridiculous. So. Okay. 
pulling a dagger is sometimes useful. Or I could just throw it off in the woods again. That's what I do. <clears throat> You've done your two undertakings. Um, yes. um, I just need to uh, use my AP, my advancement points. Okay. Dentor, uh, are you up or do you need a minute? <clears throat> I think I'm going to need a minute. Okay. You know what, I'll just also open up the third part of the road. Okay. Why not? All right. So you both have created, completed three fifths of the road opening. Yep. Findigil. I tended my holding already, so the last thing is uh, I'm going to name uh, Wolf as my heir. Do all the paperwork. Get it submitted to. the okay. legal office in Mordor, because yes. that's where all the lawyers would be. So, yeah. you immediately gain one point of hope. Yeah. To total or to current total? Current, I'm sure. Yeah. He doesn't have a way of recovering anything. Um, well, very few ways. Okay, uh, so you did the name and air. We're on to Brand, son of Norm. All right. <clears throat> While I was at home with my family, um, I was going through some old books, reading stories, and I actually found a few books that had some old tales which have the ring of some truth to them, so I did some more digging. Basically, I'm upping my lore to three. Okay. Denethor Lightbulb. I have nothing else. He passes. I'm done. You pass. Pass. As you know, partway through the year, in Mordor, Mount Doom erupted. The earthquake was felt as far north as Roscabel, although there it was only a slight shaking. You obviously saw that on the way to Rohan, and you had some fairly psychedelic skies for some time. In the later, the autumn of the year and through the winter, black rain fell over much of southern Mirkwood, tainted with soot and ash from Mount Doom. Wow, that's metal. Where it falls, it stains the leaves black. The shadow in the south deepens. Most of the locations in southern Mirkwood are now going to be considered blighted places. Foul rain corrupts to some degree. The black tarn... Over the year, the eastern portion of the lake becomes choked with strangling weeds and slime. So like Afman. Orcs, wargs, and vampires are moving south through the forest. Uh, they seem to be le- leaving their lairs in the mountains of Mirkwood, generally skirting around the spider-haunted lands in the heart of Mirkwood. And so inter- coming into contact with the woodman settlements in the western eaves and along the Dusky River. Uh, the river maidens help the woodmen where they can, uh, but on a couple of occasions, the eldest sister intervenes and uh, told the woodmen to flee and hide rather than stand and fight. Uh, okay. Two young hunters from Blacktarn Hall returned from a frog hunting expedition in the fall along the lake's perilous northeastern shore, carrying with them four handfuls of gold. They entered an ancient cairn in the forest and found there some forgotten gold. 
They dared take only a double handful apiece, lest they anger the ghosts that they fear live there. Of course, because... Despite their best efforts, the two hunters are unable to find the ruin again. Tales of gold in the wood draw some of the greedier woodmen to explore the dangerous area on the edge of the heart of Markwood. One such woodman, a famed bowman named Hunald, that some of you had some contact with before, uh, disappears in the forest. No sign of him is found, and it is assumed that he perished. During the winter, a shaft in the tin mine at Mountain Hall collapses, burying several miners. The mountain folk blame meddling goblins. Um, oh, an emissary comes uh, at the end of the winter from the south. Uh, from Aogar, second marshal of the Mark. Oh, to meet with Findigil in Sunstead uh, with uh, some tokens of appreciation for your service to the kingdom of Rohan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is this the wheel? Oh, right, because he bought a Gandalf. Is yeah. this the wheel? This is the wheel. Okay. Um, so, you receive a gift, an emerald brooch of mannish make from Westerness, equivalent of 20 gold worth. Is this your thanks for taking one for the team brooch? Uh, in addition, an expert vintner is part of the squad, basically coming, the delegation. Oh. And he co- brings with him several strains of uh, vines. Oh, uh, outstanding. Which made, you know, the uh, the Rohirrim had with them of old from when they were in the Northern Vales, which might be more suited to this climate. So uh, this will improve your holding by one. Wow. Okay. Hey. Now, now it won't be uh, Cabernet Anthony's fault. Yes. And I mean, they sampled my wine and found it to be turpentine. <laughs> um, so I thank the emissary and, uh, yeah, start switching over to the new stock. Okay. Uh, early in the spring... The marsh dwellers uh, are seen fleetingly along uh, the eastern shore of the Black Tarn. Mm. Do you remember the marsh dwellers? Yeah. Okay. The marsh bell thing? Yeah. yeah. It's supposed that perhaps they are being driven from their older lands by the movement of the orcs southward, and also the opening process of the forest road, which kind of goes right through where they were previously, kind of. The bitter winter winter of the last year struck Dorwinian especially hard, and many of the vineyards of that land are currently blighted. Uh, the coming grape harvest will be poor indeed. Uh, you hear a rumor that Thranduil's wine merchant Halbrek uh, has been making it known that he's looking to purchase wine from other territories than Dorwin, Dorwinian. Uh, if he can't find suitable strains in the north. Those are the year-end events. Findigo. Mm-hmm. Why was Carl Huffington on the Dusky River headed to Black Tarn Hall this spring? Um, he He's really set himself up well in his cobblery business. Um, but he's had a hard time obtaining specialty leathers. And he has had many requests for eelskin boots. Hmm. And uh, since he had been to the Black Tarn before, 
or had at least heard of our tale, you know, tales from it, uh, he learned that that was a good place to procure high-quality eel skins. Okay. You guys hear tell that a boat was traveling down the Dusky River from Woodmantown to the Black Tar uh, and suddenly disappeared with several Woodman personages aboard, including your good friend Carl Huffington. Really? Yeah. Well, hope the water wasn't too deep. <laughs> was it completely dried up? What? Was the Dusky River completely dried up? No. It was too deep. <laughs> he wears those lead-soled boots, I and mean, he's just screwed. Well, that's it. So who wants to go to Moria? <laughs> Sorry, Carl. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Well, there are a lot of things happening in the Black Tarn. A lot of stuff in the Black Tarn. Um, I don't know if we can do much or anything about all the monsters heading south. That sounds like it's... I mean, we could try and protect them, but otherwise... That's, protect the monsters? No, protect the people that are chasing away. But that's kind of a little broad for just us. Yeah. Um, well, we can always call in a couple of favors. The tin mine collapsing. I don't know what we can do with that. That sounds like that's probably... I mean, we can try and find the source of it, the goblins or whatever, but... Where was the tin mine? Is that the one that's on the road? Or is that the one that's no, on no. the Oh, okay. Well, um, other than that, we have the wine merchant guy, which is... Whatever. Um, and that's in... 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 The Woodland Realm. Woodland Realm. Yeah, no, that's in... Uh, it's Thranduil's merchant's looking for But where is the merchant? I would assume in Merkwood. Would it be sufficient if I carried him a few vines of my new strain? Okay. With look, at, look at this amazing stuff that may actually turn wine at some point. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I just have these, like, bundled up in, you know, the way it got transported to me. It would be wrapped in damp canvas and a little protected leather bag mm-hmm. that you can, you know, overwinter. Well, yeah, it definitely sounds like a black tarn, and we can perhaps even try and clear out some of the monsters on the way down. So or, to be clear, the search boat was going from here down there. to the Black Tarn. Yeah. And so it was also in the the edge of the Mirkwood that there was this magical gold mine. Or that barrel. was near Black Tarn. So. Oh yeah, that was somewhere, somewhere in this area. area. So it sounds like what we really want to do is be here. For everything. And that's also kind of where the... Uh, yeah, here, here, and then back to... The elves, yep. if we have... And all of the orcs and vampires and wargs are also coming down uh, that yeah, way. moving generally this way. Southwards. Where are you guys going to meet? Well, could you travel this way, meet me in Sunstead, and then just go straight across the forest? I guess... The lower forest is more blighted now, so it's going to be harder traveling through that than it was previously. I believe you said that. I guess it doesn't really matter to me if you want to go meet us. I just try and go directly across to if you want to try and Our, head down the river through the forest and maybe catch all the other crap along the way. We could take a boat, and that way we wouldn't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I know. We'll stop off at three. 
I think this will be tough travel, but it's going to be the shortest distance and yes. probably the fewest travel rolls to metagame. Mm-hmm. And I think meeting at the Black Tarn and then, robs and then Brian when... of all of his joy. Like, ah, Yeah, no, that just sounds... Suddenly <laughs> more spiders! Um, my only worry is if we do that where we start here and then just cut right across, we're going to miss... Well, we can work our way up river. Yeah. You know, as much as it pains me not to go for the gold first, I'll go for Carl. But he's right in the middle of the river, so it doesn't really matter where we go for him. Yeah. I want to check my library anyway. See what you fuckers are burned. Just the magazines. Oh, that's fine. They were stained anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sticking the stuff together is just horrible. They found your collection of playoff, though. There is no such thing. Not anymore. <laughs> Which ones are female? All right, everybody, what are your roles? Yeah, I was on. Typically, guide, yeah. uh, look out, look out, and I'll be scout. And we leave Huntsman undone when there's three of us. Okay. Strictly speaking. The route directly to the Black Tarn Hall is slightly easier than the one that skews to the north of the lake. Do you guys care? I mean, getting into the specifics of the route, it's going to matter where you guys are actually specifically going. So straight shot? Yeah, straight shot. I ask Because we'll want to ask around in Black Tarn. I assume we were going directly over to Black Tarn and then following it off. Yeah. So directly to Black Tarn Hall. Okay. Um... You guys have been on this journey before. Mm-hmm. Um, our fourth time. Go ahead and make road here. Uh, right. Uh, preliminary lore checks. That plus five because of previous knowledge. No. Is the feedback sure? You failed? Yeah, you're a failure. I rolled an 11 on a lord chart. I'm not ashamed of it. You disappoint me. You should be. Um, The rest of you got ordinary successes? Yes. So you both get one... uh, Die? Die. Alright, everybody give me a travel check at... Target number 18. Nope. Uh, 20? Great. Can I sing our traveling song? <laughs> That's not what you rolled, is it? Huh? No. No. I just, I just, Get my hopes up. Man. What's the traveling song? I'm working well. Okay. The traveling song. <laughs> Okay, so the walking song is a TN of 16, the elder song is a TN of 16, and two times something. You can uh, use it twice, and you get... Oh, you can use it twice to adventure, it gives you the bonus to fellowship pool, otherwise a bonus die for success. Yep. Do I want to try and do that? I just did. Oh. 
Okay. Doing the locking song though, but I mean sure. it doesn't. They're the same target number. What's the target number for the song? Sixteen. That's a no. Gandalf. I also got a Gandalf. So what does that mean? Success. So two of us succeeded. I just have plus two success dice written down, so I don't know if that's two each Hold or. On. Hold on. Either you get a great success or just a regular just success. Just regular. Regular. Okay, so it's an Elvish song of anything in particular? No, this is the walking song. Oh, the walking song. Thematic then? Mm. Uh, walking song, yes. Singing songs. All companions make a song roll. If a hero succeeds, he is inspired until the end of the session. You may spend your inspiration to add two success dice to any one roll. If the number of successes rolled by the companions as a whole matches or exceeds the number of heroes in the group, great success counts as two. Extraordinary is three. That didn't happen. Nope. That's when you would get the temporary fellowship point. Okay. So, so you guys can spend an inspiration for two dice. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm glad <laughs> you're out of fellowship points. Not that that's gonna happen. I'm sure now you're all great success. Sucker. I travel well. Guide. Scout. Scout. Look out. Look out. As you cut your way through the tangle of trees, you arrive in a patch of the forest where the trunks are slightly more widely spaced. Long before, I'm guessing? You spot uh, some rubble and fallen stones among the tree roots. There was once a town here, long ago. The air is foul-smelling and fetid, and many-legged things scuttle over the broken white stones. As you pass through the area, you come upon one building that is entirely intact. Uh, appears to be a longhouse of wood and stone, seemingly unmarked by the passage of time. Can I do a lore? Remember this place and or what happened here? Uh, you can make a lore check. So yes. I suppose I can't use my inspiration from the travel song for this, can I? If you want. You're at nine. I'm at nine. Theoretically, that would get me up to 12, possibly 14. Um, not if you're rolling. Uh, no, not. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. You have to use both dice, right? Yeah. yeah. So, it'll get so you like seven should get me, it should get me six to seven, so it should get me up much better. Well, 19. A successful lore roll counsels caution. And recalls uh, old tales of the Hall of Ghosts. Oh, what do I know about the Hall of Ghosts? Uh, a plot drop, like like eight two to three times. <laughs> like eight seconds. Somebody which, trans- which translates to like the mysterious longhouse. Somebody keeps should have this written down. Do you have any idea how many things I've written down for this game, Brian? <laughs> What's the point of writing it down if you're never going to look it up? The problem is I use this for all of my games, so <laughs> I, I think I've noticed the flaw in your system here. <laughs> I think we need to buy Nick a bullet journal. I'm pretty sure I told you about the Hall of Ghosts before. Do you have stuff written down somewhere? I know we've talked about it, I just don't remember. I think I will. No, I really don't. Uh, the Boar Slayer. 
the last time we ran into the Hall of Ghosts. So I don't think Findigil would really have any expectation. Right. Other than he lives in Sunstead, and that's where all the stories get passed around. But and also, that's spooky. Out here in the middle of nowhere. Last thing I remember about ghosts was there was a ghost with some villages. Some villagers that ended up being a pair of goblins in a right. tunic. Well, no, I remember the Hall of Ghosts stuff, but I think I was... Uh... Wait, I've been there. I just don't recall, man. Sorry. No, we never found, we never it. found it. It was a tale told probably at the Woodmoot, or the Folkmoot, I think. I mean, I've dropped references to it a couple times, mm-hmm. but the folk moot was when I said, the old-timer sits you down and says, listen to this tale of something you might run into someday. So, Denethor, you're, you recall from your memory, the narrator's voice says, the Northmen who lived in this region disappeared long ago. The only sign that they ever existed is written on the very land where they lived. How, then, can one of their halls still endure? Tales tell of two hunters who chased a wounded deer into Mirkwood. They got lost and wandered cold and hungry for days until they came upon a great longhouse in a clearing. The house was clearly in good repair, with fresh turf on the roof and smoke rising from the chimneys. One of the hunters was alarmed, for he knew that no people lived in that part of the forest, and argued they should leave. His companion chided him and went inside. The first hunter lingered in the porch for a moment, Then he heard his friend screaming inside the longhouse, warning him to run and never look back. Since then, other travelers, that really needs to end with, and when he got home, he found the hook dangling from the (laughs) car door. Uh, A post-it note saying, who's been licking your hand? Since then, (laughs) other travelers have seen a hall where no building should be. The hall of ghosts can appear, it seems, anywhere along the edge of the East Bight and usually is encountered by those in need of shelter or safety. What lies within the hall, though, is a mystery, for no man has ever walked out alive. Fortunately, I'm only half a man. Let's do this. Half a man. I knew it! Yeah, let's go in. This looks nice. We won't have to build camp. And I am idle. I, I tell everybody... And uncaring. And I am mistrustful. I tell everybody that this is probably a bad idea. Yeah. But I really want to know secrets and stuff. I am curious. The doors are closed, but do not appear to be locked. They are marked with runes. Can I read the runes? Sure. What do they say? I prepared explosive runes. Give me another one. Or that is. I'm at the point where I go one a session. So. Apparently, I don't know the runes. So, my next attack on you won't be a cold shot. No, but so, I know that rule. Not in combat. So the elf I, I, I want to take a moment to apologize to all of our listeners for my weakness with the rules. I think I, lear- I know them, and then suddenly I find something that I've been doing all wrong for 25 sessions. I thought that was only in combat if you missed for the story. Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. That was a joke. Okay. How about this? Our listeners are really, really confused now. (laughs) How about this? The listener. What? I can wait. Do you have lore? Yep. I have lore. Or riddle. I specialize in old lore. You can roll one. (laughs) 
Does anyone have... You have Minds of War. Well, I have roll already so far. I have all the lores, but... I have all lore. Uh, 15, great. Uh, it is in a Manish dialect, or runes of a Manish tongue. Of course I didn't know it. I don't speak uh, this swill. It says, O oh, child of oak, stand yet against the storm. It's gibberish. Can I roll insight to... The fucking poetry. Can I roll insight to decipher that? Nope. Damn. O child of oak, stand strong against the storm. Stand yet against the storm. So don't go inside. Well, are you a child of oak? Am I a child of oak? Or does that ask us to be children of oak? I've been reading poetry. Are there any oak trees around here? A child of oak is an acorn. No, but there's a lot of wood. Are there oak trees around here? Yeah. Sure. There's aspen, there's you. Just a whole shitload of willows. Uh, so apparently it's not relevant. I don't, I don't care what you say about the irrelevance of trees. <laughs> I'm going to go find an oak tree and pick up some acorns. Okay. And give one to everyone and put them in our pockets because those are the children of oak. Okay. And then I'm ready to go in. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go in. Okay. Fuck it, let's do this. The door closes behind you. We're doing it live. <sighs> okay. Do we all get in? Or just him? No, just him. Okay. What? Go ahead. Yeah. Our first edition. <laughs> all right. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. The hall appears to be empty and dark. Then you see a kind of spectral figure. Damn right I do. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can do that. I can do that. I can do that better than regular people can. So I okay. expect more detail. The way it's shut? Uh, it appears to be clad as one of the ancestors of the woodman, perhaps. Okay. A great figure. Uh, wearing a jeweled helm, which you would recognize as the one... Delivered, made by the dwarves and delivered to Kaowen. Yeah, by Kaowen. Okay. Uh, some sessions ago. Uh, and wielding a great axe. And you see the huge bearded axe head whistling towards you. Can we give talk me an action? about this? Is that uh, what you're to do? No, I mean, if, if the uh, huge bearded axe head is whistling toward me. I'm going to Wait a second. go full defense and try to block it. Do you have a shield? or? A I do have a shield. Okay. Um, Am I the only one without a shield? Strictly speaking, that's not really going to apply here. Um, but you are going to actively try to not take the blow. Yes. Okay. Uh, your, I mean, this is just kind of a flinch reaction. Target so. number bonus will be 10 plus your parry. So I don't get to apply the full defense? No. Okay. Throw an acorn at it. Throw an acorn at it. So, 17. Good lord. Oh, Oh, damn. Okay. You are bonded. Uh, 7 endurance. Okay. And I need an injury check from you. Okay. For a protection test. Sauron on the die. I'm not yet worried. 
So, 17. Okay. That is insufficient. Okay. So you will take a wound from <coughs> Inspiration die. <coughs> oh, right. Okay. You can do that. Sorry, I probably should have said that before. You're trying to hit it to a 22. I had a 25. Okay. Alright, so you... The axe comes down. You do your flinch thing, kind of get the spear up just in time. It clangs off that. The figure stands back. Your courage is lacking. You are unworthy. And then kind of melts away into the air. Uh, you're supposed to let him hit you. Like without flinching. Stand strong against the storm. It's a green knight all over again. Mm. Uh, and the door opens to you too. And it appears to be empty. So. I am cowardly. So it's true. I feel like that was in character. Yeah. That's true. I should have invoked that. If I, even if you had, uh, but I didn't have to because that was you're as cowardly as your character. <laughs> <laughs> you. Okay, that was weird. What happened? Well, there was this guy that looked like some ancient woodman. Sure. Yeah. And he had like this crazy jeweled helm thing oh, going. Really? Yeah. Can you describe that? That's, uh, that sounds interesting. It, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Did Findigal put that on, or did? I just don't remember. That was right about the same time. But uh, it was like this beautiful helm with like a gem like this and horns and. Uh, oh, that and sounds sounds an awful lot like the helm that we delivered. Really, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, the, dude the one was, that we almost died. Yeah. Yeah. Was like a specter, and he had a big bearded yeah, axe. Really, we we left it in a barrel. Huh. Huh. Well, he swung at me, yeah, and I like shield up, sure, and parried it, and he said my courage was insufficient and that I wasn't worthy, which I take personally. I, I, I would too. I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to do when someone swings an axe at you. That's what shields are for. Just a strong <laughs> stand strong against the storm. Well, I did with my shield. Mm. See, I, I don't see us gabbing his logic because anybody who's swinging an axe on my face, I'm not letting them. No, no I'm not blaming you. Merrily. Why do you think I stand in the back? <laughs> Too easy. Because you shoot the bow. Yeah, I would. Metagame, I have no idea how you would know that that's what you're supposed to do. But that said, I had a, a glimmer of hope when you were like, can we talk about this? Because <laughs> talking about it isn't acceptable. Or trying to address isn't acceptable. Then you're like, no, no, I'm like, okay, that's what I do, so I can't blame you. But well, I anyway. would have tried to engage him with talk, yeah, if it wasn't like you see the axe coming at your face, yeah. So, yeah, I other than like I said, knowing the green knight, I have no idea how you were supposed to have known that or whatever. Hmm. Uh, okay, anyway, so I'm assuming this we will never enter this place again. I'm assuming, uh, it. Basically fades when you guys leave it, and yeah. you're left just among ruins. So. Okay. Just I, I'm curious what happens if we will actually. Oh, uh, it rewards him with a vision of a lonely oak tree, um, and when he finds the oak tree, there's a, an ancient chest containing gold and precious stones, hmm. and an iron crown. Okay. And a ruby the size of your head. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're unworthy. We've <laughs> almost hit it like eight times now. It's just right there. <laughs> All right. 
Curiosity is So there's no more longhouse, and we have to build camp anyway. I'm yep. super pissed. Still smell fetid and gross here? Yeah. We should probably move away from the village first. <laughs> probably twice as much, considering what he did to his armor when he had yeah. axe swinging on his Alright. Yeah, these checks are like three or four days worth. Yeah. Um, so it's not like, let's make camp for the night. I mean, okay. you are, in theory, doing that. But um, that was something that happened during the first leg of the journey. Uh, everyone... This is probably a blighted place. So give me a corruption test as well. Which is wisdom? Yes. Furies of Valor, corruption is wisdom. You know what? Let me look up how this works. I'm going to say it's 18. But I want to double check that. Corruption test, page 145. I'm trying to see if it's always 14 or if it's modified to the target cover of the region you're in, which would be 18. Corruption tests. Did anybody not get an 18? I'm nine, good. 19. I got so a 26. Most of the time, the target number is 14, but it can be raised or lowered by the lore master depending on the severity of the source of corruption. I'll say the corruption tests. You'll have to make a corruption test for each travel check. Travel checks will be 18 because it's severe terrain, but corruption is still just 14. Okay. So, yes, a travel check of 18 and a corruption test of 14, please. Twenty-four on travel. And you guys have both used your inspiration bonus, so that is from the song. Twenty on corruption. Okay. Twenty-two great on the travel and twenty on the corruption. Okay. Failed the travel and so guys points in the travel category if you haven't already. You got a great. And succeeded on the corruption. Okay. So you will get a fatigue or endurance or whatever the hell you got for. I think your fatigue goes up. Your fatigue goes up. Fatigue goes up. Yeah. And you don't get anything for passing the corruption other than not more shadowing. Alright, one more, please. Uh, corruption test. Yeah, the place has changed since you've seen it last. Uh, obviously, the black rains have had a negative impact. Uh, even what plant life there is was before is becoming even more stunted and diseased, as far as you can tell. And does your heart pour, ladies? Okay, 60 days of corruption with a 20-something. Okay. I made both. Uh, Gandalf on the travel. Okay. 25 on the travel, 24 on the corruption. I need to make this stuff harder. No, we're just that awesome. <laughs> All right. Look, uh, I, I remember going through this and getting fatigue every single Travel we, we all dump points in travel because yeah. the first like <coughs> five months of this game was us being constantly fatigued. <laughs> yeah, we, we were we were weary all day. <laughs> Alright, you arrived at the Black Tarn Hall, you fuckers. <sighs> we just kinda rock in there like a bro squad. <clears throat> Filled a couple of barrelies and pursuits. Okay. Turning north, I assume. Uh, we'll seek out Emily Oda and speak with her. Yeah. Okay. Like to like ask 
So... Things are rough. How are things rough? You're hot. (laughs) (laughs) Down boy. A novel approach, but okay. (laughs) Please, some respect. Our departed good friend, the voice slayer. Well, I'm just had dibs. I'm (laughs) picking up this vibe is all. I'm just like, okay. uh, Where did the dog go? Did the dog come here? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Can I? I want to visit the dog table yeah. here. Yeah, you guys can frolic and play. Play with Hound. Of course, he never did learn his real name, but he doesn't have a name. His name is Hound. Well, no, he that's why we named. That's where we named the fellowship. Woodmen never tell each other their true dogs' names. Yes. Well, their true well the names. dogs never tell. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It just all sounds like. <laughs> Maybe I should have said Dimaggio. <laughs> Findigo, meet why we're named the Company of the Hound. I this remember the hound. beast here. I walked back with the hounds for you. I'm sorry, it's so long ago I forget these things. I did one of those horrible journeys where I was weary for six months. <laughs> with the hound. <laughs> with the fucking hound. Eating all our food. Sneaking my leftovers. Pissing on my bedroll. Oh, I'm very familiar with the fucking hound. <laughs> So, a friend of ours was journeying here to buy eel skins from you for boots, and I heard rumor that he's never made it. He never showed up. No, no one showed up. Long story short. They were, they were traveling south from Woodman Hall. Along yeah. the river. Whatever that place is. Has, has the river become more dangerous recently? Uh, it has. Um, there have been strange goings on. Uh, many evil creatures also seen prowling. There have been marsh dwellers sighted on the eastern shores of the Tarn, and also orcs and wharves coming south out of the mountains along the river. Um, presumably on their way to Dol Guldur. But, uh, of course, that's not good for us sitting no, here. Not so. at all. I also heard that in Sir Boyer's Bowman's guy's name here disappeared in the forest searching for some treasure. Who knows? Yes. We presume he must have run into a pack of orcs or some such thing, or perhaps spiders, and been mm-hmm. harvested for his organs. Horrible. And his filthy delicious, things. delicious filthy flesh. Filthy spiders. I mean, his flesh. Filthy, filthy <laughs> things, those spiders. <laughs> yes. How's fishing been? Uh, kind of rough. Uh, the parts of the tarn which were once productive have become choked with weeds and uh, less so. So do you have any eel skins? Sure. Not as many as two or three years ago, but we are still able to eke out our living. Could I buy a pack of eel skins? (laughs) There's a few right up by the register. You can take one of the packs down there. Between the fair Ferrero Rochers and the, the packs of uh, hand sanitizer. Well, I prefer the eel skins because they're so uh, thin and <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> I kind of want to give you a shadow point for that. <laughs> oh. And with the right sort of eel, they're ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> You get those like, back tilted? Those are the best ones. 
no, I'm serious. I want to buy <laughs> some some eel skins in case we do find Carl. Okay. Then I can. We could take him back with us and keep him safe from harm. And watch okay. him get paralyzed by spiders. Over <laughs> and over and over can I just spend like <coughs> a silver or two to yeah. do that? Okay. Definitely. They're appreciative of your custom. Um, I'm going to ask Amaliota if she if there's anything we can do to help her out. <laughs> She's heard enough from you lot. <laughs> so, I'm ask if there's anything we can do to help her out. Perhaps at some point in the future, but now it's just getting as many nets out there as they can. Unless you have some sort of herbicide or something, yeah. Or can somehow stem a mass migration of evil creatures single-handedly. Well, you know. (laughs) That's kind of what we do. (laughs) A little lady. It's out there, little lady. I do apparently have five things of fireworks. I'm sure that'll be enough. Where, where, uh, <laughs> I do remember giving you those, and I regret them. <laughs> <laughs> you said Hal, Haldor? Hal, sorry. Hunold. Hunold. Yes. Came back with tales of some... Oh, no. Hunold disappeared. Uh, two of the frog hunters. Oh. Well, we, we can't catch eels yet to diversify. Yeah. But Hunold left to find the place that the frog hunters found? Yes. And he disappeared. Yes. Okay. Uh, where are these frog hunters? Um, Out hunting frogs, of course. Sure. What? So, yes, talking to the frog hunters. Yeah. Can you tell us what you remember of the place and where you found it? They were out frog hunting along the lake's northeastern shore. Perilous northeastern shore, I'm told. They found an ancient cairn in the forest and found some forgotten gold. They dared only take a double handful apiece, lest they anger the ghosts that they feared lived there. This sounds very familiar. They tried to go back and show others where it was, but they could not find it again. So Northeast Shore, which is more or less where we are right now. Yeah, we're on South Northeast, so well, we'll have to go around the lake one way or the other. So, yeah. well, northeast is fine as long as it's not the Jersey Shore. We'll be fine. Uh, that, she can give you a boat too if you want to cross and go up a river. Does it have wheels? Yeah, that's not, that's not <laughs> a proper boat. It's... Is it a van down by the? No. I can't wait till I release that episode. <laughs> Listen to the session that almost broke me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that gets said in every episode. Does it? About okay. twenty. I saw we broke Brian. <laughs> Can't uh, take it anymore. <laughs> Kill me now. We'll, uh, yeah, let's take the boat. That'll sure. make going up the river easier. We'll be, able to, we'll be able to search the forest for canning stuff, but. Well, yeah, we will. You just get all the boats <laughs> out of the boat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But if we walk around the lake. Well, then we can run into all those orcs that are running through along the east side. I'm okay well, with that. Well, Marsh here's clothes. the thing. If these guys are frog... Oh, well, well, orcs too, I suppose. Yeah. These guys were frog hunting. Chances are they're going to be along the edge of the lake anyway, so we might be able to see it just from the boat. So, yes, I believe the plan then is we're going to go boat up the river, kind of go around the northeast side of the lake in the boat, see okay. if we see a cairn, and then... Maybe step on boat adventure a little bit. Otherwise, head on upriver and try and find 
of broken remains of a poor little halfling. Okay. Uh, everyone give me an awareness check because of the sound the dice make. Okay. Can we get a in, inboard? One yeah. with an inboard? They only have outboards? Sure. Kendall. Right. You don't see anything. Uh, I mean, you see swamp as you're going by. You don't. What would we have got if we failed? I think we needed a great success to actually, oh. actually oh. see it. Oh. I got a pip. Yay. Almost like I'm starting to understand the system. Yeah. Was a 12 good enough to give me a pip, Brian? No. I got a pip. Welcome to the Silmarillion Minute. Bringing you bite-sized bits of canon from Professor Tolkien's most misunderstood work. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of the Silmarillion Minute. This episode's installment is from Chapter 3 of the Quintus Silmarillion proper. Chapter 3 is called Of the Coming of the Elves and the Captivity of Melkor. Now, as we pick up, Ea, the world, also known as Arda, has been created by Iluvatar the One. The Valar, the powers of the earth, have come down to Ea and shaped it according to the music of Iluvatar in his will. And then sometime later, the first of the children of Iluvatar, who for a lack of a better term we can call the lesser races or the the mortal races in this case the elves the first of the children of Iluvatar awoke on the shores of Lake Quivianen long they dwelt in their first home by the water under the stars and they walked the earth in wonder and they began to make speech and to give names to all things that they perceived themselves they named the Quendi signifying those that speak with voices whereas yet they had met no other living things that spoke or sang so here we have the first of the various names for elves, and there's going to be about a million <laughs> in different variations and denominations and subdivisions. But the very first signifying all of the elves was the Quendi. Shortly thereafter, one of the Valar, the one who ranged out the furthest, whether it be just experiencing the glory of the world or hunting for Melkor or whatnot, Orome the hunter came upon them and looked upon them with wonder. And that is where this reading picks up. In the beginning, the elder children of Iluvatar were stronger and greater than they have since become, but not more fair. For though the beauty of the Quendi in the days of their youth was beyond all other beauty that Iluvatar had caused to be, it has not perished, but lives in the west, and sorrow and wisdom have enriched it. And Orome loved the Quendi, and named them in their own tongue Eldar, the people of the stars. But that name was borne only by those who followed him upon the westward road. Yet many of the Quendi were filled with dread at his coming, and this was the doing of Melkor. For by afterknowledge the wise declare that Melkor, ever watchful, was first aware of the awakening of the Quendi, and sent shadows and evil spirits to spy upon them and waylay them. So it came to pass, some years ere the coming of Arome, that if any of the elves strayed far abroad, alone or few together, they would often vanish and never return. And the Quendi said that the hunter had caught them, and they were afraid. And indeed, the most ancient songs of the elves, of which echoes are remembered still in the west, tell of the shadow shapes that walked in the hills above Quivianen, or were passed suddenly over the stars, 
and of the dark rider upon his wild horse that pursued those who wandered to take them and devour them. Now Melkor greatly hated and feared the riding of Arome, and either he sent indeed his dark servants as riders, or he set lying whispers abroad for the purpose that the Quendi should shun Arome, if ever they should meet. Thus it was that when Nahar and Aed and Arome indeed came among them, some of the Quendi hid themselves, and some fled and were lost. But those that had courage and stayed perceived swiftly that the great rider was no shape out of darkness. For the light of Amon was in his face, and all the noblest of the elves were drawn towards it. But of those unhappy ones who were ensnared by Melkor, little is known of a certainty. For who of the living has descended into the pits of Atumno, or has explored the darkness of the councils of Melkor? Yet this is held true by the wise of Eresia, that all those of the Quendi who came into the hands of Melkor, ere Atumno was broken, were put there in prison, and by slow arts of cruelty were corrupted and enslaved. And thus did Melkor breed the hideous race of the orcs in envy and mockery of the elves, of whom they were afterwards the bitterest foes. For the orcs had life and multiplied after the manner of the children of Iluvatar, and naught that had life of its own nor the semblance of life could ever Melkor make since his rebellion in the Ainulindalia before the beginning. So say the wise. And deep in their dark hearts the orcs loathed their master whom they served in fear, the maker only of their misery. This it may be was the vilest deed of Melkor, and the most hateful to Iluvatar. Um, okay, you're going up river. It is much more noticeably swampy than you seem to recall from travels on the river some years ago. Are you guys going up river? We're going to go to the northeast shore of the lake. Yeah. Uh, I thought that's what you were doing already. That was the one oh. bonus check we made. I think we were going to actually try searching for it, not just like... No, don't see it. Yeah. the glance as we went by. Okay. Uh, so you're getting out of the boat? Yes. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do this. dock it here and look around. Try to look for the tracks. Has anyone seen Apocalypse now? Yeah. Yes. No. But you're getting out of the boat. Okay. Don't watch movies. <laughs> Never get out of the boat. Never get out of the boat. Okay. But you're getting on the boat. Uh, the lands around the Black Tarn have grown treacherous. The staircase can be treacherous. <clears throat> you face a perilous uh, slog through some fens where soggy, muddy ground conceals hidden tree roots and many serpents. Thick green, greenish fogs like wrap around the trees. So no possibility of tracking in here? Um, and there's, yeah, not that much to really track. Well, um, like the frog, if I could pick up the trail of the frog yeah, hunters. That was like six months or ago. Oh, okay. uh, you can give me an explore test. Mm, not so good. Eight. So <laughs> okay. Eighteen is not going to cut it, I'm assuming. Uh, basically you guys lose sight of the shore with all the swamp and wander around lost for a day or two before getting back to, hey, there's the lake. Marco! So, I mean, now being up here and seeing the terrain, you're like, oh, I see how somebody could lose a giant stone cairn now, kind of, because it's that kind of fucked up territory. Mm -hmm. Um, you got the best roll. While you guys are wandering... Mm -hmm. 
Um, you get glimpses, like, far off in the trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, what appears to be a beautiful, dark-haired woman slipping from, you know, between the trees, clad in a gray corslet of armor that glitters like fish scales. Look alive. We have company. Do I think that the... Elf? Maybe? I didn't um, see it. I didn't see it either. Just keep your eyes open. There's a... Possibly a woman, possibly is an it, elf. Is it one of those sisters Long that's, that's told of that's been helping the woodmen stay alive down here? Maybe. Maiden. It sounds consistent with the River Maiden. Your lore, your Merkwood lore. What is lore. River Maiden? I don't know if I've actually heard of that um, Well, if that's the case, perhaps you, you know should the call um, Okay. River Spirits. Okay. Um, so yeah, then you guys get back to the shore and you're like, oh my god, thank god the boat is there. I'm assuming. Thank Eru, the one who in Das Boot is called Iluvatar. Okay. Yeah. Das Boot. So, do you want to try to find this mystery woman or keep searching for the crypt or just move on? As much as I'd love to find gold and treasure, I'm worried about Carl. That's fair. Yeah. Let's go find Carl. Maybe we could. Like, if we have time, we could do we'll this. Come back. We'll come we'll, back. we got to come back. It, it isn't going to go anywhere, and yeah. we've got to go to, like, the the uh, mountain pass, or the mountain hall. And yep. Okay. Yeah, so we start, I presume, paddling our way up river, or pulling. Okay. the two. Yep. All right. But we will stop frequently along the way to talk to every single person that we see along the riverbank. <laughs> sure. It's a highly trafficked area. Give me hunting rolls as you go up river. Well, this will be great. Ten. Ten. A hunting roll? Hunting. Shadow hunt. Twelve. <laughs> I think we found a new skill I can beat on. <laughs> Um, can I can I use my Lord die from travel for this? Um, you haven't used it yet, have you? No, but this is a travel check. I suppose. How about an eighteen great success? Okay. Is this fishing? No. Okay. Because <laughs> like if we're fishing for food on the way up, I'm not putting bait on my hook. That whole thing of coming down the Anduin and eating that no. We're oh, three-eyed yeah. fish. That was that was enough for me. Hmm. So yes, eighteen great success. Uh, as you guys are heading up, there are several sort of streams that go off in either direction, mostly east. Um, one of them has a large number of broken branches, hmm. Hmm. like something was forced through that wouldn't necessarily. <clears throat> I think we go that way, guys. Seems like something was forced through this way. So we should go investigate it. This could be a boat. Could be a troll that took a boat. Also, yes. But either way, there's still a boat involved, which is the important part. Hmm. Are there any halfling shaped <laughs> breaks no. in the hole? Yeah. No. <laughs> nope. Are there any leftover pieces of shoe leather? Perhaps a trail? No. Um, yeah, I think that they probably went this way, and we should investigate it. Okay, okay. This looks nice. So are you guys going to follow the river? What? Well, how are you guys going to approach it? 
you guys have like a you're on a river mm-hmm. there's a stream heading east I mean you guys are at the mouth of the stream but I mean what's your approach going to be what's the land look like uh, swampy and crappy yeah let's take the boat upstream as far as, far as practical and then go on foot from that point I mean it looks thick and choked and dense but yeah at keep least a, this, this keep a good watch for crap watching us from the banks and whatever else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will need a travel check first off. 18. No. Mm. No. And all great success and a point. <laughs> Jack just gave you two points. Okay. Thank you. I'll take two points. (laughs) All right. Uh, Give me corruption, please. Still fourteen. Can upgrade. Got a (laughs) seventeen. You just rolled two feet dice (laughs) and got a Gandalf on both. I have advantage on these. Well, fuck you. Because of my ring. Fuck you. But still, the double Gandalf is yeah, 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 kind of. It's give give him two more points. (laughs) All right, now that's a you're traveling five-ish days upriver. According to the text, successful hunting rolls are needed to find fish, roots, and edible berries each day. I'll make it a fourteen. You have to use hunting for foraging, huh? So give me five. Amongst the group, I need five successful hunting rolls. Two Gandalfs. Okay. Let me know if anyone gets a sour on. Oh, shit. Does that mean I get two, uh, two things full? So we've got three so far. There's a sour on. I have uh, three yeah. successes out of the five. There's and another I have two. One is great. I okay. have two Saurons. Okay, so you had two Saurons. I had two Gandalfs. I'll say you can three stop so after the first Sauron when they get five. Perfect. You guys do not starve, but you eat some bad berries. Something you should not have. Uh, you're going to get a shadow point for that. Um, Those are some really bad berries. Jesus. It's Merkwood, maybe. Don't eat the ones that look like skulls. Um, as you're going up, you keep seeing, like, smashed branches and things, so... Okay. Um, after about five days going upstream, uh, you come upon the smashed remains of a boat. It appears to have broken itself upon the stony bottom of a shallow part of the stream, deep in a tangled part of the forest, and its wrecked remains kind of lie there. Okay. I... Going to search the boat for any anything that might indicate that this was Carl's boat. Okay. I mean, or anything like yeah. is there you know besides the boat itself? Is there any? Uh, and that is a Sauron and a one. It looks like something uh, of a Corsair of Umbar design, as far as you're concerned. So, what is it to identify the ship more? It's some sort of Corsair. Did I just screw that up completely? You rolled a Sauron and a one. Yeah, it's I don't know. The Corsairs of Umbar are like the 
Oh, the big black, pioneer black pioneer pioneer ships. ships. Yeah. From way south. So that's what do you want that's about those? as far as you can possibly get from where you are. What do you want for the Solar? Um, if you want. This is something you asked to roll, not that I told him to. Oh. Um, I can't have much better. It's a boat. Five, seven, eight. Yeah. If you were standing on it, you'd be in a boat. Well, I, was, I would like to investigate the boat to see if there's any leftover things in it. Okay. Notes, halflings, shoes. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess let's start with an awareness for anything watching us. Okay. Fourteen. Looks clear. And then an explore of the boat, or search, 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 search of the boat. Okay. Denethar, I searched the boat. Nothing in the boat. I don't even know that it is a boat. (laughs) And I got a ten. So I also think there's nothing in the boat. Yep. I'm going to go kind of around the boat, look on the banks on either side, and see if I can find broken branches, tracks, sign of passage, like did they go port side of the stream, or... uh, Starboard side of the stream to exit. Okay. Where are our horses right now? At home. Okay. They didn't go through Merkwood, that's for sure. Okay. And that's a 10, so. Okay. No. I. Alright, could I use Insight to. That's an interpersonal thing. I know. Okay. Now use Insight to think about the what I would do in this sort of a situation and what most likely I w- where I would go try and gain some information that way I have no idea <laughs> well it's supposed to be you know navel gazing basically right um. so I'm sitting there looking at this thinking about the situation and I think about it you know if I were going to waylay a boat full of people which I wouldn't you know, just to be clear no I'd say you know, <laughs> I've only done once to be clear <laughs> No, just just. It thinking. was an accident. No, I but said no, I was going to pull out of the boat. No, but work, work, working through the problem and thinking. <laughs> the fucking tiger. <laughs> Never get out of the boat. <laughs> so is that a no? I really don't know how I would apply that. Um. I mean, you have no no real reason how the boat got here in the first place. Right. So. Well, I'm thinking, you know, okay, well, how about this? Okay, so I'm on a boat, which is now in the middle of the fucking forest. Where would I go? And then just, you know, gut check it. Okay. Do we see any tracks? You should look for some tracks. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I have no... I, I'm completely useless in that regard. Except, so I'm introspective. You leave half of me on your foot. Jesus Christ. With a 16 grade success. Um, you guys see some tracks around the boat. Or on the banks of the stream. I don't. I'll well, you do those. once they point them out to you. Oh. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> the Corsairs really... went this way. <laughs> I'm a really good ranger. <laughs> yeah, wait, you don't one job. Hunting. I do. I have two in hunting. I just rolled oh, like okay. crap. 
Well, to follow the tracks... Everyone knows two is useless. You have to have three to be good at something. I'm going to need hunting. Jesus Christ. Let me show you how it's done. Please, please do. <laughs> so round two, three. Uh, Gandalf. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, you... Um, yeah, you can track uh, several pairs of boots from the wreck. They appear to strike off into the forests. Uh, and you find spider sign at a certain point. So my spider senses are tingling. Literally, yes. Um, and my the tracks definitely change at that point. My bow is vibrating. They change in what way? Like there's fewer of them? Uh, as in more spider tracks and humanoids being dragged tracks. Oh. And like some of the, some tracks are like running. <laughs> Not so much anymore. Okay. We'll follow the drag marks. Okay. Uh, give me... What do you want to give me? Hunting? Give me another hunting. Hunting. Sure. Thirteen. I have a ten. <laughs> That's what you got. Uh, okay. Uh, give me awareness. Or we'll just put the machine. Alright, let's go play on the yeah. <laughs> I'd like to spend a point of awareness, please, to uh, <laughs> buy a clue. To buy a clue. <laughs> I'm going to shout at the nearest squirrel. <laughs> Radagast, where do we go? It says get information from you. Uh, so yeah, we lose the trail. Yes. But it's clear from what we did see that, like, spiders came and got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again. So we don't know where they went, but it's not hard to find where there's lots of spiders. So I'm going to do a, like, walk in a circle around where we lost the trail. Okay. And look for, like, be looking up in the trees for lots of uh, webs and spider silk. Can, can I climb a tree and try and get above the tree and kind of look out for no. signs? Okay. Just a quick question. I mean, it, what do these things eat when they can't get hobbit? Us. Deer. Bear. Boar. See, here he was I actually think... quoting the hobbit. Or, or fellowship. Oh, yes. Very nice. <clears throat> no, actually, it was uh, Midwater Marshes. East Super. Yeah, sixteen. Great on Explorer. Okay. To like find <coughs> not so much the tracks, but spider. Where is the direction of spider sign? Okay. Yeah, you can pick up the trail. Yeah. Okay. You can tell by the spider poops. <laughs> spider spoor. Can we give me awareness checks, please? Oh, shit. And this is where we all die. Fourteen. Uh, Fifteen, great. <laughs> Do now. Yeah, you guys see some activity up ahead. Is that awareness? Yeah. We already saw it. I want a pip. I do. (laughs) Fucker. He'd disappear on his boat during the winter? Spring. Oh, okay. So, so like, days ago. Mm, Weeks. 
Okay. Oh, joy. I mean, you had to have time to come for the word to come reach you. We, we can have taken like a month to get here. <laughs> <laughs> but everything's on Tolkien time, so. Right. Speed of plot. You can feed him those yeah. berries that you didn't finish. <laughs> I'm actually going to try to make a paste out of those and rub them on my arrowheads. Okay. They will restore heat to any shadow creature you hit with them. Perfect. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Damn it. Yeah. Uh, activity through the trees. What is it? I'll try to look closer. Um, I would like to stealth up and see. Yeah, okay, thanks. Sure, give me a stealth. No plates or... 18 great. I get a pip. <laughs> you already got a great one. Fuck you. Okay, you kind of sneak up a little bit ahead of the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are lots of webs up in the trees. Mm-hmm. There are at least four bundles that you can see. Okay. How in the high? Trees. Uh, and there are um, spiders. Uh, and they're kind of chittering to each other in their lives. Do any of them special look, way? Do any of them look named? Introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Like just trying to, I guess, battle to get the lay of the land. Kind of trying to figure out the best way to approach. Would it be possible to sneak up and get to the bundles without disturbing the spiders? Probably not. Okay, because they're on the web and it sense any. Right, right, movement. right. How many spiders are there that I can see? There's always more you can't, but... You can see at least four. Okay. So I'm going to take a moment and try and kind of plan out, like, our best approach. Give me... Wisdom. Actually, you can see three bundles, I'm sorry. Three bundles? Yeah. Seventeen. You can kind of understand the spiders when they talk. Oh, really? Spiders and Tolkien talk. Oh. Um... You guys have never tried to parley with the spider yet. I don't know why. Um, spiders? Fuck spiders. <laughs> I created a monster. Uh, yeah, but they're kind of chittering to each other. Uh, oh, what did you roll? 17. What did you roll? I had your roll. Wisdom. What should I be rolling? Riddle. I'm sorry. Do you have riddle? Not so much. Make a riddle. I'll give you a bonus because I told you to roll the wrong thing. Thirteen. Mm, okay. Does that count as a success? Say fourteen. Yes. Out. Yes, I did. Fourteen. Okay. I will take my imaginary pit. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pit for GM fiat. You said you give me a bonus. Yeah, I mean, roll the thirteen. What is your bonus? Plus point five. They seem to be pleased with themselves. You're able to grasp the information that they uh, are, slash have, slash are intending to carry prisoners off into the heart of Mirkwood to feed them to bigger spiders. Oh, great. That's uh, a spider assembly. Three for the weaver, three for the mother. That's something that you hear kind of clearly. Three for the weaver, three for the mother. Um, do I recognize what that would mean? Probably. You know Mirkwood lore, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. Or could feel horribly and get nothing. Or so that business as usual. 
horrible. Man, I need to make you guys fucking weary. That was an 18. Okay. Uh, you're familiar with the legends. Um, um, and I will, I, I will invoke my Merkwood lore ex post facto to give a point. Okay. I believe, oh, we, can, I believe we can do that if, that's, yeah. if I remember this correctly. Yeah. To, as if you had a great success. Uh, yeah. Uh, the th- three children of Shelob. Far and wide, her lesser broods spread from glen to glen to Dolgoldur and the fastnesses of Mirkwood. The legend, Taller, Tulquin, and Sarquin are the spawn of Shelob the Great, last child of Ungolant, the weaver of darkness, ancient evil, and spider form. They are known as Taller, the hunter, which we you have met. Tulquin, the weaver. Tulquin? Yes, T-Y-U-L-Q-I-N. And Sarquin, S-A-R-Q-I-N, the mother of all. Super. So we don't have a handy dwarf to make us a catapult this time. We should probably rescue these guys before they get to the large spiders, which are named. That just seems like a thing. Okay. Unless we want to try and track them back to the name spider and kill the name spider. Well, uh, subsequently die. To be clearer, they say three for Tilquin, three for Sarquin. And we only see three. Three bundles, yes. So there's probably three more. So perhaps a delivery has already occurred. Sure. Um, Do any of the bundles look halfling size? No. Super. I think we should follow them. Did you finally kill them off? <laughs> a bad thing of shoes from Coles, and I'm taking it out. <laughs> well, we should do any of the, are any of the bottles twitching, or are they all. Not necessarily. They're kind of swaying in the non existent stale wind. Do, do I know how long people will stay alive in a spider bundle? As long as they want them to be. You do get the impression that they are not eating. Yeah. I just know if they would still be alive or not. Okay. Um, I guess we should probably still try and rescue these people. Old spider webs are flammable. <laughs> I guess. Incredibly flammable. Maybe. Well, I mean, they'll be in some sort of coma state. Yes. But, um, well, I guess the thing is, if we... Carl has probably already been dragged off. Yes. To the name Spiders. Yes. So, I mean, rescuing these people would be nice, but it might hurt our ability to find the name spiders. So we might want to let them drag these to the mother and the weaver. I don't... And take on two um, named spiders at the same time, plus on. all um, the little From ones. what I know of the spiders, would they be near each other, or would they be fairly separate territories away from each other, because... Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> they wouldn't necessarily... They wouldn't layer together. Yeah. I mean, not that they're always apart, but... You would not necessarily, presumably, meet them in one place, mm-hmm. unless they want you to. So, trying to follow them back to wherever they're taking these people would not lead us to where the ones went. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, what is it to speak with people, or speak with monsters? Is that going to be riddle, or persuade, or... Um, depends how you want to do it. I mean, I think it would be... There's no real skill to speak with a monster. It's going to be the same as speaking with anyone else. It's all about the information you are trying to convey or lack of. Be ready to cover me. I will step out into open view. Okay. And with my bow at the ready, I will attempt to awe the spiders. 
Okay. Fear me. I am the the bearer of what the fuck did I name this thing? Akling. I am the wielder of Akling. We seek those you have captured. You need to work on your elvish accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you want from that. You gotta aspirate the A E G H. Akling. 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 Okay. Ailing. I'm Ailing. Tell them that you're also like the wounder of Taller, the hunter. I'm sure that'll get them on your side. Just if you don't want me to kill you, work with me here. Just trying to awe them into. Because threaten helps, yeah. Anyway, awe is really the only move I have for social conversation type things. Okay. And I have the awesome spider killing bow, which should theoretically make them scare me. That is a Gandalf. Spiders are gossipy fucks. I'm sure they've heard of me. <laughs> they've heard of the bow and they don't like it. They are going to attack. Normally they would get the initiative because it's sort of their position that you're coming on. However, because of the awe, I will give you guys initiative. I'll give you something. Um, so you two guys see like the spiders are kind of like, Look! The bow of madness. Let us slay it and remove its foul curse from the forest of Mirkwood the Green, which is our home forever and ever. Except they say it's a spider tongue, so it's like three syllables. So, um, but yeah, we will. Okay. Move into that. Uh, you guys can roll for combat advantages. Roll battle. Target number 14. Yes! Nope. Nope. Gandalf, great. So yeah. since we have the initiative, do I get an opening volley? Sure. I know you guys love to make yourselves forward and just bash on things all the time until you suddenly get hit and you're like, oh my god, why am I dying? <laughs> oh yeah, these do have poison, don't they? They're, uh, I want to take a minute. We haven't covered the rolls. Ah. Wait, what? Combat rolls. At the beginning of combat, you may spend a fellowship point as a group to assign three rolls. Some of it is more shit that I need to deal with when you do it, Uh, but in a nutshell, the captain of a company stands out in confusion on battle as they must lead their warriors as they face the enemy. This makes the captain the favorite target of archers and other able creatures able to attack from a distance. The champion makes a, pres- a display of personal prowess, attracting the attention of the most powerful foes amongst the adversaries in an attempt to vanquish them single-handedly. The ward is someone whose life the p- heroes want to safeguard. Uh, at the onset of the f- fight, the companions look out for their ward, maneuvering to let only the weakest opponents engage the protected hero. This creates, when I engage you, I have to do so according to that, basically. Right. I start with, so okay, strong, my biggest strong. guy has to engage the champion. My weakest one has to engage the ward. Um, at least half of my range attackers have to target the captain, and I divvy them out like that. Also, there are special functions of at least two of them. Uh, the captain, when you're open and you're doing the rally comrades... Basically, you get extra dice to recover. 
to champion when you're forward. Basically, you get an extra effect when you're intimidating. If the ward is fighting open or defensive, uh, the player can spend a combat advantage die to carry out an attack and perform a significant action. So you can do two things, like attack and break down a door, or free a captive, or... Uh, if the captain attempts to rally comrades, which he would have to be open, mm-hmm. um, the player may spend and roll one combat advantage die, if you get them, to add the result to the number of endurance points recovered. So basically, uh, if the companion if champion attempts to intimidate, you may spend and roll a combat advantage die. Um, from that moment on, the total endurance loss inflicted by the champion's successful attacks is increased by the die result, plus the number of hate points lost by the opponents due to the intimidate foe roll. Okay, that's huge. I'm. That's. I'd say let's let's try it just to give these rules a try. Myself, I've got a little bit of a bonus to awe. So I'm willing to start in forward and champion and try to drain some hate. Okay. And then we can shift around later. And you've got bonus dice, so you could do special things as captain. Yeah. Okay. So that means i got to go open. You don't have to, but... Well, that way I can rally you guys. But then I move that on my uh, added armor, so whatever. You're added armor. Uh, Swordmaster, if I'm defensive, I get to add the encumbrance of my largest piece of equipment, so my sword, to it. So it would be... Well, stay defensive then until we need to idea. regain endurance. Okay. Yeah, let's put I gotta superglue him anyways. So I will be the ward and rearward? Yeah, okay. Because you're the, also the squishiest, and... Stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. It just makes sense to me, in this case at least, to maybe make make Jack the champion and defensive and push you as captain and forward, so that at okay. least that way. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. As long as I get to kill some spiders. Because I, I, intim- I can intimidate either way. It doesn't yeah. like there's no benefit to me being the champion. Things, yeah. So you guys have come up with a plan. Sounds like. Yeah, so Jack is the champion, Mike is the captain, and I am the small child. Okay, so Jack, champion, you're the captain, mm-hmm. and you're the ward. There will be seven spiders in all attacking. We're going to put the screen in here. The four we saw, plus the three that came out of nowhere? Yes. Okay. As they do. I said he saw at least four. We knew there were more. Yeah, you did. There's six adder cops and one hunter. The hunter will be engaged with the Jack. Jack. Jack, the champion. Yeah. Okay, so hunter. Okay. The adder cop will try to engage you. You're the weakest. And adder cop on you, which leaves four more. So A, 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 A. Okay. You may act first. Oh, you, uh, opening volley. Oh, opening volley. So, yes. Six outer cops and a hunter. Um, I'll try and shoot the hunter. Okay. That seems like a thing to do. Okay. Man, I need to make you guys more aware. Uh, 21 great success. And 12. 
Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Um, that's not going to hit Edge. So it's going to do 9 damage plus Valor plus 1. 13 damage. Okay. Vindigil. Two Avercops are rushing at you. Alright. I will uh, step forward and announce I am Findigil, Ranger of Eriador. I will carry out great vengeance on you and punish you in my wrath. Then you will know that I am the Lord when I take <laughs> my vengeance upon you. That ended in a different place than I thought it would. I kind of heard you saying, In the name of the moon, I'll punish you. So I'm going to start, I'm going to try to remember to open with awe, Okay. light up those runes, and try to scare the Jeebus out of them. Okay. With my great, uh, great roll on awe. That will be a ten, a great success. Is that a Zora? Yes, it was. You have to let him roll these things now? Do I have to? No, oh, it wasn't an attack. So, okay. Yeah. No, it's only if you... Yeah. If you whiff on your attacks. So okay. All right. I just it was anywhere in combat. Um, okay. Now I'm just going to let those spiders beat me. Okay. Uh, Jack, you have a hunter and two adder cops on you. Okay. Um, I shall... The hunter was wounded by the opening round. Cool. I will finish the job. Okay. You're turning to hit a 18. 18 on the nose. Okay. Now, this guy is considered a yes. enemy. Yes. yes. Okay, cool. So that means, uh, let's see, 7, 11. Okay. Uh, Denator. Okay. Um, there's an other cop screwing at me. Yes. Uh, two look like they will attempt to attack you. Yes. Okay. I'm going to shoot one of them. Okay. So that's going to be that's going to hit edge, and it's going to be five, nine damage. Okay. And I got a protection test. Um, injury is fourteen. Right. I don't think because I have the bane force thing. I don't think that affects the injury. I think it affects the edge. Okay. So I have edge minus valor written down. All right. Um. So that'll wound him, and which will drop him. All right. So my attacks. I'm going to do the forward ones first. So two adder cops will attempt to ensnare you. Okay. 18, so that's going to hit. Yeah, so you're in snare. Um, Which means I can't change my stance? Yes, and your parry is halved. Okay. Attacking Jack, the hunter okay. will attempt to beak you. 18. Sauron. Uh, roll protection test, please. Oof. I'm fucked. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, even with my two extra dice, that's not going to do anything. Yeah, you can't. Three? Can. Well, with Sauron? You'd have to box cards on the other dice. 
No, um, no so you're going to take 10 damage and a wound. Oh, jolly. Describe to me how the spider wounds you. Um, okay. Uh, it looks like it's going to go high, so I block up, and it faints low and gets me uh, with both fangs right in the hamstring. It okay. takes me off my feet. Okay. Um, the other one is going to try to... Well, two are going to try to ensnare you. That one obviously misses. Oof. Um, okay, you are ensnared. You're seized. Um, so you are still defensive, and your parry is cut in half. Uh, the two of you, if you want to try to break free next round, it'll take an Athletics 13. Okay. In, in lieu of your attack. One left on you. Uh-huh. Uh, he will spend a point of hate. To Mighty Leap or whatever. Right. Great Leap towards you. And attempt an attack. Third Sauron in a row. Uh, so you are considered seized as well. I call shenanigans. Those are loaded dice. <laughs> Oh, I'm just okay, so was my damage. I was just okay. You, you can use them. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going well, guys. <laughs> All right, uh, top of the order. Hey, what well, was that? None of you can change your stance. What was that you wrote on that sheet? I'm shockingly okay with that. <laughs> okay. Um. So yes, what would you like to do? I'm going to spear. Okay. Assholes. Don't have to do that body check to get unsnared. I, only if I want to change my stance. Oh. Um, it, it does raise your parry back up. Right? Gonna be, yeah. It's going to be easier to hit you, but... How many combat dice are you rolling? Four. Is there a cap when you're ensnared? No. Plus, there's a new thing. Oh, that was a house rule. Oh, okay. We will... Not, not do that. Right. Because there's a new thing called shot. Okay. There's a new kind of called shot. Uh, called Swift Strokes. Yeah, it's a called shot, so you'd have to get... Swift Strokes. strokes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I juvenile motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what she said. Basically, it's a called shot, mm-hmm. so you have to get a great success. If it hits the first target, then that same roll is applied to the second target. Okay. Okay. If it misses the first target, you can't roll it over the second target. Okay. So you have to hit with a great, or basically a greater extraordinary success, and in which case you can apply it to two different mm-hmm. targets. So you're going to wow us with your stroking skills there? Hold on, I'm going to do some math. <laughs> yeah, there are, this is pretty, these are pretty neat. Pummeling attack. Savage blow. Okay. I have a 48% chance of not rolling a 6. Okay. So it's a, better than half. It's about 50-50 yeah. that I'll roll a 6 here. So I think that's worth it, because that would potentially take out two spiders in one, one, one attack, and then... Right. Basically doing a Jackie Chan with the spear. But yeah. <laughs> All right. I hit nothing. Uh... Yeah, it doesn't count. If right. Yeah, okay. you have to get a, a, a six on one of them. Okay. Uh, Jack. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> We're trying to talk you into this. Worth a try. I'm going to kill this bastard bit me. Okay. Oh, uh, you're trying to get to an 18. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So that is uh, 
11 damage again. Okay, that will kill the hunter. Okay. Die hunter. Denethor. Okay, so since there's only one on me, can I actually do the cold shot thing? I know. You can do... Cold shot, you can do pierce or rain of arrows. What is rain of arrows? Community who is fighting in a rearward stance and using a bow, not a great bow, uh, may attempt a rain of arrows called shot to hit any two foes on the battlefield. Same thing. You declare the two targets. If mm-hmm. you hit the first one and with a called shot, uh, you compare it to the second one. Yeah, exact same with swift strokes, except it's ranged. So if I do the called shot, I have a... Wait, let me do the math. 16% chance of rolling a 6? No. Because it's 5 dice, right? <laughs> there's something, I remember there's something weird with statistics where it doesn't matter. You still always have like the, you have the a base chance of 1 in 6. 40% chance of not rolling okay. a 6. So you have a 60% chance of rolling Let's a 6. Let's try it. We'll do a called shot, hail of arrows on the one on me, and the one on Finnegal because he is my... Boom companion and fellowship focus. Okay. And I want him to not die and get injured and lose me. Okay. So. Whoa. <laughs> <clears throat> Two, four, five, six, seven, eight, fourteen. Guessing that won't do it. No, you would need a sixteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to say. Um. Okay. So to me. To me, rolling us. Mike. 17, my parry is 4, so that'll hit. Okay. Um, just regular success, so they sting you for 3 points. Okay. The other one, it's going to be an 11 minus 5. What was your parry? 4. 4. So that will sting you for another 3 points. Okay. Uh, 2 jack. 9. Your parry is 9. It will be because I'm still prone. Or still ensnared. Oh. Well, you got a base of 12. Right. So s- half of that. No. Half of your parry. Half oh, your... so then 15. Okay. Um, so he hits a 12, so that's not going to do it. Oh, but I should be adding there. That actually will hit. So you get three points from the sting. Okay. And he will also hit for three points. Um, now I'm weary and wounded. Yay! One is on me, and I had a sword. Yeah, so he will do a cold shot with the sting. Will not hit. Okay. Uh, Mike, two arrow cops in your face. All right, I'm gonna do the try the same thing again. Okay. Because how long can I go not rolling? Six what are the odds? That's more like it, and I'm not weary yet. So that's 10, 14, 21, great. You are trying to hit a 10, so that will hit the first one. Okay. Um, this is going to do... And they have the same parry, so it's going to hit them both. Right, 14 to both. Okay, you drop two. Yay! Snicker snack. Um, Jack, you still yes. two outer cups. No, one. Yeah, then we'll do it. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want me to add that up or no? 
Yeah. You're going to get with 16 to hit and 12 to kill him. So that's, so I'm sure you're going to get there. Uh, Denethor. We're going to try the Sailor Rosemary. Okay. Strictly speaking, in the future, Mm -hmm. spider or great leap scenarios are going to be more of a hard ass about making you use a melee weapon in this situation. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. Do you have a melee weapon? I have a sword. I've never seen you use it. Yeah. That's because I don't make him use it. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's one reason why you should want to buy up your secondary skill because. There are things that get at you faster than you can yep. work up. And that should be, so that should be hard as well. Okay, so that's a 19 great success. It does have a sore on it. That <laughs> makes a difference. Um, I don't know if it's an automatic miss or not. It's not. It's just a zero. Okay. Uh, I mean, it would be special if you had missed, but 19 is enough to get there okay. anyway. So and that'll do 12. You're now. doing Hail of Arrows called shot, and yeah. you got the six. Um, so that'll hit them both. Uh, so roll, or what is your damage? Damage is going to be nine, 13. Really? Yep. Oh, because you got the six. Uh, yeah, that'll take two out. So you finish them off. <sighs> well, help, please. So, let me get myself cut loose. You guys can cut down the three individuals there. Not our car. Um... Uh, I'm going to try and treat I'm going to heal. Yeah, uh, Jack needs treatment. I do a three. Gandalf, so your wound is treated. Um, so Don't worry, you won't. Well, thank you for not leaving me in a paralyzed state for weeks. I appreciate that very much. You can cut them down. Um, Baldeck. A hardened hunter with little attachment to his fellow travelers. Baldek. Ama Swinta. Young and brash, she dreams of being an adventurer and a shield maiden. She's brave, but too impulsive and quick to act. That sounds familiar. I like her already. Goodeliva. Very old for a folk of the wood. Goodeliva has buried a husband, four sons, and six grandchildren. All that remains to her is her daughter, Amaliota. Interesting. Oh, it's interesting Amaliota didn't mention that. She didn't know she was coming. It was his birthday surprise. Oh. Uh, okay, to tell you this story, they were traveling on a boat on the dark waters of the Dusky River in the company of their fellows and a little short guy who kept trying to put shoes on it. <laughs> the stream was fast flowing. We're not choked. Okay. The way this is written, it assumes that I find you a way to get on the boat like get you on the boat and then you're part of the party and it says or you could just have them like follow up after the fact which made much more sense to me but the description is kind of written as though you are on the boat so when they're telling you the story I'm not going to bother to paraphrase this because it'll sound like shit I'm just going to read it as is but it assumes you're on the boat okay Okay. well we have our boat still right but they're telling you what happened okay Oh, the stream is fast flowing where it's not choked with weeds and the sharp fingered branches of the trees always seem to hang down just at eye level but the woodmen know this river well. It is their friend, their shield against the spiders, and their road through the dark woods. One of the woodmen glimpses a pale, slim form in the waters and spiles. The river maidens are nearby, watching over the boat. Then something strikes the boat hard from below. Cargo jolts free, poles are wrenched from hands, and everyone falls about in disarray. 
Suddenly, the river seems to seize the boat and carry it away downstream. Faster and faster it goes, as if it had grown wings. The waters whirl and churn. Anyone jumping into the river would surely be swept away and likely perish. The boat thunders downstream, moving with terrifying speed. speed. Winds howl so loud that passengers cannot speak, while the spray blinds them so that all they can do is hang on for dear life. Suddenly, the boat plunged into the forest along one of the many narrow streams heading east into the dark, the heart of Mirkwood. Uh, I believe it's called the River Boar. The boat smashes through branches and skips over rocks. One of the companions thinks they heard the sound of cackling laughter. Uh, the boat stopped its mad journey. The companions have no idea how far they traveled or exactly where they were. Uh, the boat smashed its frame. They tried to follow the river back downstream, but between the marshy ground, icy cold water serpents and leeches and the tangle of trees, even following clear out was hard. And then they were overtaken with spiders and dragged off to here. And they don't know what has happened to their three companions. So... Info dump. It sounds like the river maidens, maybe one of them is not exactly uh, on the side of the woodman anymore. Little do I know of river maidens. But yes, I would agree. Oh, come on. You probably know maidens of all ilk. Well, a few, but not the river variety. It's 11. So if you want, we can... Do you want to break here for the night, or do you want to push on? This seems like a good place to call it. Seems okay. like a good place to call it. Uh, everyone give yourselves two experience points. Check your hope if your fellowship... Oh. I didn't use my, my fellowship hope. Is that wounded? You do have your courage. Um, well, you do not gain the... Hope. You gain a hope if you're. Um, you gain a hope if your fellowship focus was not wounded. Um, sorry guys, just me. Okay. I was not wounded. You were, you were not, not wounded. I was not wounded. He was. He was. So I gained one. Sorry, you weren't. Yeah, you were dull. The Chibwile Geek Actual Playing Community Theater Podcast is brought to you by Baron Von Productions. The One Ring and the Darkening of Mirkwood campaign are produced by Cubicle 7 Games. For more information, check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com. Be sure to tune in next time when the company find themselves in the Valley of Illusion. And the very next step that she went in She's waded to her knee Says she would wait farther in If I, my true lover, could see And the very last step that she went in She's waded to her chin In the deepest part of Clyde Water She found sweet William in I'm Jack, I'm playing Brand, son of Gorm, and my dream role would be uh, Hugh Jackman's Fluffer. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, should we cut that? Yes. <laughs> he is a friend of all things that grow, which is why he has not heard of your vineyard yet. <laughs> Burn! Okay. We have two songs.
Oh, come on. Name me a metal song that has a better beat than Respect by Pantera. Uh, Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Can you march to that? You can kick ass to the Ace of Spades. I don't so care. there's this beech tree and this birch tree in the forest, right? And they didn't really like each other. And this One day this little sapling starts coming up between them. So, you know, it's growing up and the whole time it's growing up the two trees are arguing. And the beech says, I'm pretty sure that tree is a son of a beech. The birch is like, no, that tree, son of a birch. This argument goes on for years. One day a woodpecker lands on the aspirin, or the sapling in the middle. You know, it's getting to be a pretty big tree. Starts, you know, gnawing on it, doing whatever woodpeckers do. And the two trees are like, finally, a neutral party to, you know, settle this argument. Excuse me, Mr. Woodpecker. This tree that you happen to be taking apart, is it a son of a beech or a son of a birch? And the woodpecker says, <laughs> I tell you guys... This is the finest piece of ash I've ever stuck my pecker in. <laughs> that was told to me by a car dealer from Brooklyn. So, holy crap! Jack was just insightful. That happens.